Hello, hello, and welcome to a special episode of Novels and Nonsense. Today we are just reviewing The Only One Left by Riley Sager. So this is not your normal podcast full episode. We're just focusing all of our hate on this book. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> But I'm Girl with the Pink Ski Mask, and I'm here today with the lovely Tabitha on Instagram at my to be read stash. Okay, perfect. So while we were preparing for this episode, we were kind of like, I think we actually need an outline. We usually don't script our podcast episodes if you couldn't tell from like the maniacal rants that we go on. So we came across something called the Copile rating system and this was created by g at book roast and i first heard of it from puss in boots no puss in books <laughs> on instagram go follow her but brace yourself because once you put that at puss in you're gonna get all uh, some interesting things uh, okay, so we're going to break down what the Copile uh, rating system is for you quickly. So Copile is an acronym, and it's characters, atmosphere, slash settings, writing style, plot, intrigue, logic, slash relationships, and enjoyment. And essentially, for each one of these, you give a rating out of 10, then you add it up, and then the total will be divided by 7. Wherever the number lands on the following scale is the star rating up that book will receive. 1.1 to 2.2 is a one star, 2.3 to 4.5 is a two star, 4.6 to 6.9 is a three star, seven to 8.9 is a four star, and nine to 10 is a five star. So it's all mathematical, okay? The math it's can't fail us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, we are ranting about Riley Sager's upcoming, as in it's coming out in June, a novel called The Only One Left. And I hate when people read synopsises to me. Synopsis. Yeah. But we're going to have to do it so that you know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. At 17, Lenora Hope hung her sister with a rope. Now reduced to a school schoolyard chant, the Hope family murder shocked the Maine coast one bloody night in 1929. While most people assume 17-year-old Lenora was responsible, the police were never able to prove it. Other than her denial after the killings, she has never spoken publicly about that night, nor has she set foot outside a Hope's End, the cliffside mansion where the massacre occurred. Stabbed her father with a knife, took her mother's happy life. It's now 1983, and the home health aide, Kit McDear, arrives at a decaying Hope's Inn to care for Lenora after her previous nurse fled in the middle of the night. In her 70s and confined to a wheelchair, Lenora was rendered mute by a series of strokes and can only communicate with Kit by tapping out sentences on an old typewriter. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> trying so hard not to laugh at this. One night, Lenora uses it to make a tantalizing offer. I want to tell you everything. It wasn't me, Lenora said, but she's the only one not dead. As Kit helps Lenora write about the... <laughs> Can you tell this is a point of contention in the book? As Kit helps Lenora write about the events leading to the Hope family massacre, it becomes clear there's more to the tale than people know. But when new details about her predecessor's departure come to life, Kit starts to suspect Lenora might not be telling the complete truth and that the seemingly harmless woman in her care could be far more dangerous than she thought. Ooh. Okay. So, actually, before we get into Copile... Let's just talk briefly. The keyword there is briefly. 
let's try our best <laughs> about our history with Sager. You go first. Okay, I actually was curious about this because in my mind, Sager is an auto buy, right? Like he would release something, and I'd be like, "Yes, done, absolutely." And then Add I was like, cart. "Right, how did I get to this point?" Right? Because like, <laughs> truly, because when I think about Sager now, I'm like anger you know so I looked it up <laughs> and his first couple of books I rated three or higher right and then we hit survive the night <laughs> that was the turning point it really was because then I was like okay now you're getting a little you're getting it's almost like you're messing with us <laughs> uh, like yeah you're he's like, trolling now he's like how far yeah. can I go and these will still buy my book really because he's like you know what my first couple were bangers. Everybody's now put me on their auto buy, so let's f them. That's what I feel That's like wild, because everything after there was just goofy, and <laughs> I have a personal vendetta. Goofy is the word. A per I think in my review for House Across the Lake, I wrote the word befuddled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major so that's my wet history. fart noises. <laughs> what about Not you? just Where fart is... noises, but like wet fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, I haven't read a Sager book since 2018, but it's been a minute. So yeah, the first one I read was Final Girls, which I liked, even though, to be honest, I was skimming through some of it because it was hella slow, but I did mm -hmm. go back and like read everything. And then the second and last one that I read was The Last Time I Lied, and that was so silly season that I was <laughs> done. I just was like, nah, stop, just stop. You're and that goofy. one was so slow. Yeah. And after two slow ones back to back, I was like, he's not for me. So yeah, I was off Sager, had no interest with his books. But then I saw this one and I read the synopsis. And you know, I love a little family massacre. I love a family massacre. So I was like, okay, fine. You got me. So yeah, I was actually looking forward to this one because the synopsis sounded good to me. But you'll hear what we think. <laughs> all right so let's get into it the first one c is for characters what's your rating out of 10 uh, honestly i think it's like maybe a two they weren't very well developed in my opinion i didn't really know who these people are you're just introducing a bunch of names to me and then we get that one backstory of what happened. But other than that, I don't know who you people are. Yeah, I think for Kit especially, her whole personality was that she was falsely accused of murdering yes. a patient. And then the only other thing that we knew about her is that she had zero self-respect and slept with a 20-year-old when she was in oh. her 30s. Which she, she, and I won't directly quote the book, but at one point she says, I remember being there the day he was born. Oh, he was brought yeah. to my house, and I held him as a newborn. And now you're f***ing him, Kit? Let's talk about it. You want to unpack that in therapy? That's disgusting. Y'all know how like, that. But yeah. You can have an age gap relationship, but don't tell me you held that person you're doing as a baby. Yeah, and the way that she described him, he was so nasty too. So why are you even doing this? If you're going to fuck a 20-year-old, he should be an Abercrombie model. I'm not going right. to fuck a 20-year-old who's a bozo on top of that. <laughs> that ain't the way to go. No. I want six abs minimum right. if I'm going to be <laughs> on some 20-year-old. Come on now. Yeah. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. That was her rock bottom that she was banging the neighbor. But that was literally that is as your rock deep bottom. as... Yeah, that was as deep as the character development got. Right. So yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say a 2 out of 10 is fair. 
<laughs> because Lenora, we just know she's just <laughs> stuck in bed and she's got her little claw that she can type with. Uh, <laughs> you know when you've had like when you have a hand cramp and your hand is like yeah. this. That's what I'm yeah. picturing her. Just <laughs> Type That's exactly what I pictured too. Yeah, like shaky, so, shaky hand. Yeah, like chicken pecking. I did. <laughs> yeah. So no, for sure, two out of ten. That's accurate. I mean, I would even just go. I would go one, but you know, we'll we'll yeah. play two for this. We'll be generous. Action. And then atmosphere and setting. That's a good question. I feel like the atmosphere was maybe. Like a five, I will say he did build a good atmosphere. You've set up a creepy situation, but it was again goofy. Like, goofy. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't make sense. It's set in the eighties. Then there's no TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's anti-American. Okay. So I'll give it like a five out of ten. For me, it was that I didn't understand why he chose to set it during that time period. There was no historical significance in the story whatsoever. Other than him with his like cheap little mentions of, oh man, I missed out on disco in the 70s. Mm, me so sad. And mentioned there Ronald was- Reagan. Yeah, exactly. It's like lazy historical fiction in a way, because if you read historical fiction, you're expecting to be transported to that time and feel like the authenticity of that time. So truthfully, if you didn't tell me the book was in 1983, I thought, okay, this could have taken place in Farmville, Virginia in 2016. I'd be none the wiser. So I felt- It pissed me off. Yeah. 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 So I felt like the only reason he maybe said it during that time period was so that he could get away with some of the lazy forensics. But then also, we won't get into the spoilers, but there was also some forensics that was very advanced for that time period. So it, it just really wasn't making any sense. So the math wasn't mathing. <laughs> yeah, the math did not math, okay? Right. And it made it so hard when you're reading because. Again, since there was no like feeling of it being in the 80s, mm-hmm. every time somebody like a suspect or something was introduced, I'm sitting in my head being like, what's the math here? How yeah. old are you? What are we? What? How does that work? Exactly. It was very odd. Okay. Um, you know, the house in un- the series of unfortunate events that's like yes. built over the clifftop. Like, he was trying to go for those vibes, but it just yeah. was not making any sense because how about this whole mattress bed frame situation? The mattress and the bed sheets that kept sliding halfway down the bed frame. How big is the bed frame and how small? You got like a single bed on a on a Cali King bed frame. Like what? How does it? <laughs> Correct. So so the whole <laughs> just to What's explain, the... and this yeah. isn't a spoiler alert, but that the house is quote unquote falling apart. It's on a cliff, and mm-hmm. so um, it, it's kind of at a slant, and so all the everything shifts every once in a while right and so they talk about how every morning she wakes up and her mattress is at the bottom of the bed okay first off my mattress can't even move right because if it's fitted to the bed frame it's it ain't moving so how is it sliding halfway down (laughs) right and if it keeps sliding let's just leave it at the bottom are you just picking it up every morning moving it to the top and then scootily doodling down (laughs) during the (laughs) evening makes no sense so i would say atmosphere and setting i'm gonna give it a that's why i went middle of the road <laughs> what's that tyra banks quote where it's like this was so bad i would give you a zero but i can't 
So I'm giving it's you okay. Sorry, oh, giving one. you a a three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next. Next is writing style. My fave. <laughs> That is Take your fave. Whereas yeah. I'm just like vibes. I'm like, whatever, yeah. as long as you're telling me the story and it doesn't get too long-winded. Yours is so. not cow pile. It's cow pile. And the V is for vibes. <laughs> vibes. It's for vibes. Um, yeah. His writing doesn't bother me. Mm. His writing's fine for me. So for writing specifically, I guess I'll give it like a seven. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, All right. I don't pay well, attention to that stuff. I literally am just fair. like, okay, am I willing – Am I willing to listen to your story is where I, is kind of where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. if you kick off the book and you're just like jibber jabbering, giving me like, oh, it was <laughs> shout out to Big Swiss. Her hair was like dandelion dander. That's when I'm like, OK, no, you know what? No, I'm out. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, I did quit Big Swiss on the first paragraph for calling somebody's hair dandelion dander. Yeah, Pissed that's me that's off. Red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> so but anyway, is, so yeah. vibes for me. I'll give it a seven. <laughs> OK, sounds good. You know what? At least you're honest though so for me i'm gonna give it a five out of ten it's very middle of the road it was extremely basic there was a lot of repetitiveness gun to my head i could not tell you that oh this is sager's signature style you know what i'm saying like when i when i think of a good writing style i think wow this is so unique but how this was written this could have been a coho this could have been an ashley winstead this could have been an alice feeney like it could have been any old author so there wasn't a lot of bad grammar and it wasn't closed captiony, you know, which right. I despise. Like, oh, so and so went into the kitchen and she made herself an asparagus omelet. That's you <laughs> and you Megan used a Golden blue mug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it it wasn't like that extreme, but it was, yeah, it was just whatever. It didn't captivate me. It certainly didn't blind me from the plot holes and the other problems going on in the story, because sometimes good writing it can kind of get you a little ray charles to the other that's not adding up but nah it was just whatever so i'll give it a five i did forget about all the repetitiveness and i remember texting you being like i swear to god if she alludes to possibly killing a patient one more time like lenora killed he was she possibly killed her family she possibly killed her family hey did you guys know that she possibly killed her family (laughs) i think she and i was like (laughs) i get it yeah i get it you're teasing me that you might be a murderer. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Anyways, plot. <laughs> go. I'll let you kick that off. <laughs> no, no, you go first. You go first. <laughs> okay, well, I actually, like you, you like a family, you know, murder. I, yeah, I so, wonder why. <laughs> I did tell you. I know, right? <laughs> Let's unpack. Um, I told you, so my grandmother is wildly obsessed with Lizzie Borden, like, uh, mm. Obsessed with oh, Lizzie Borden. right, right. And so the plot of this story basically spells out like she, and I think they even say it in the book, like she's a local Lizzie Borden, right? And so I was like, mm-hmm. hell yes. Hell yes, Lizzie Borden. I'm not obsessed like my grandmother, but I do love a good Lizzie Borden situation. And um, so I was like, yes, done. This plot sounds fantastic. Let's do it. But then it's like, can you chicken, chicken peck out this story a little faster <laughs> for me? That was the other thing. It was like where she immediately starts talking about how she's writing, oh. you know, typing this story on the typewriter, yeah. but she's typing like a full novel, like uh, on a, on a autumn day in yeah. spring or in, in, in spring, the, in autumn, in spring. he could have said that at this point because this <laughs> This is why Tabitha's not a writer. Yeah. She's a um, best-selling author, y'all. 
I'm I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's like, okay, did you kill her or not? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, please. <laughs> yeah, it was so annoying. And, and then they the other- say that Kit, Kit's standing there, like, knocking yeah. over the typewriter. But then she's like, I didn't really read what she wrote. So you're just standing there doing what? She's yeah, chicken just- pecking a word for 30 minutes. Figure it out. Read. What are you talking Literally, about? Literally. The plot execution to me... Trashola. Absolute yeah. trashola. Yeah, you do have not I wouldn't even say it's a unique plot. And there and some plots don't need to be unique to bang. Sometimes the simplest plots can actually be the most bangerlicious if you are a talented writer. But this right. it was like, how can I f this up? It's like I'm gonna make some craft dinner mac and cheese, but somehow I f this up. This is one of those books where I'm like, unless I was in a f- coma, there's no way that I wouldn't have noticed these plot holes. There's no way. Okay. So it was just one of those situations where I was just like, there's nothing else redeeming about this book that would give me a pass on looking past these plot holes. So it's just one of those that I really struggle with. So yeah, yeah, the plot was just, wow. I was looking through my notes on my Kindle and literally all of my comments were LMFAO. LMFAO, please. Are you serious? Jesus Christ, LMFAO. So that can give you kind of the vibe of what I was feeling with this plot, which was just goofy, as you said. Goofy, yeah. Extremely, extremely goofy. Yeah, I had 96 notes and highlights on my Kindle. I have a note on here that just says horny about old ladies. What does that mean? <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah. So anyways, what would you give the plot then? Uh, I'm back at a two. <laughs> one, one point, 1. 1.5. <laughs> okay. A two? You know what? Nah, it's a one for me. It's just a one for me. It's a one because I liked the premise, but everything right. after that was just goofy. An insult <laughs> goofy. to literature for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, intrigue, intrigue. <laughs> None. You were intrigued I don't care. when this was going to end. Uh, I was intrigued by the synopsis. And mm-hmm. then literally first chapter, I was like, okay, I don't care anymore. I don't yeah. care. Even by the time he surprises me, I'm like, no, 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 I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that so, answer's yeah. wrong. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, for me, the intrigue was really forced. For example, the fact that she had her little chicken claw and was typing it out, but was using all type of adjectives and adverbs, you know, semicolons all over the place. Instead of just getting to the point, literally, she could have just been like, it not me. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> the end. That right. literally, uh, we're done. But he right. really drew it out. And then Lenora was like, no, I got to tell it from the beginning. Well, actually, you don't. You're just Correct. trolling me at this point. So I felt like the intrigue was really forced because he was drawing out something that logically did not need to be drawn out whatsoever. No. Like if you're having to act illogically or illogical events are happening just so you can create and force suspense, that's writing. Once again, mm-hmm. the repetitiveness, that's 
rhyme, inserting it randomly in the story places randomly. that it didn't make sense. Right, to create this yes. like spooktacular vibe. Anyway, so the intro, yeah, I just felt like it was really forced on us um, and and none of it was natural. So no, intrigue, um, yeah, it's given me a one for sure. Mm-hmm. One. One, I did not care. I was not intrigued. I did yeah. not give a shit. Yeah. Oh, and also I would go back to saying about the plot stuff um, and kind of into the intrigue was that I had read some of the reviews and they said like the ending was so buck wild. And so if you think of the most buck wild ever, the twists are really easy to guess. So I felt like that yes. kind of ruined the intrigue as well. Like I want, I want to get to the end and be like, ah, you got me. I don't want to get to the end and be like, who? <laughs> what? Yeah. Where? Yeah. With who? <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> so next we've got. Oh well, I guess this kind of goes the logic. <laughs> there is none. There is zero logic. Like, Where? Literally zero. Not being a hater, none of this makes sense. Not being a hater, but sometimes that's just what I am. <laughs> sometimes it's needed what did they say they're like you know i when they have like kidnapping victims and they're always like oh she lit up the room with her smile and it's like stay safe be a hater yeah no nobody's gonna if you say that about me you're a liar you're a liar (laughs) you're lying i know it's like i'm looking down on you or actually i'd be in hell so i'm looking up at you and i'm like i know you're lying my (laughs) smile lit up the room I never smile, so stop it. <laughs> okay? Like, wow. Anyways, so the logic on zero. I'm literally giving it a zero. Zero. A hundred percent zero. We can't get into the spoilers, but zero. Like Even down, down to the yeah, to the yes. minute details. Zero. Mans did like not one single Google while he wrote this yeah. book. Not one single Google. Yeah. And even down to the details that they had the portraits hanging on the wall, right? The dad, the mom, the two sisters, each on the wall. And instead of just, I don't know, taking, taking these the f- pictures down, they hang black, black mesh, Sheets. was it? Yeah. Over? Just. Yeah. What? That's once again that fake <laughs> intrigue. Picture down. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, back to the logic on zero. We won't get into the spoilers, but I just so the last one we have is enjoyment. Anybody want to take a guess? <laughs> one. Enjoy- oh but- no! What did I say? I gave it a two because I said one would be like you completely bored me, and I you did not bore me. And then two, I gave him a second star because I was like, you know what? This is for the bits and giggles you had while you were yeah. you were writing this. I just know you were giggling. I just know yeah. it. I just 100%. know you were having a good old time. <laughs> I will have to say that you know I guess congrats. The pacing was better than the ones that I've read in the past. Yeah. There was more reveals throughout, you know, with her diary yes. and such and such. But uh, the Grand Canyon sized plot holes and just a total absence of logic was just, it was, it's just something I could not turn a blind Mm -hmm. eye to. So, yeah, rough. (laughs) So, the enjoyment, I would just give it a one because I enjoyed our laughs over WhatsApp. But other than that, that was a book, if we hadn't read it to do this review, I would have DNF'd it because just ain't no way. Then just ain't no way. That this one is definitely one of the worst books I've read in 2023. Yeah. So yeah, Maddie, for sure you're gonna love it. 
Because he loves every every one star I give, he eats that. Shit up. So yeah, enjoyment. It was not for me, and I can with chest say I am officially done with Sega, and I will not be reading yeah. any more of his books. Clearly, I not for will me. be reading Sega. I will continue to read Sega, but now it's become a hate read. Like. <laughs> Because I get FOMO and everybody still sucks his dick. So like, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But like, everybody still him that gawk gawk three thousand. And so I, I can tell that. you all you're wrong when you yeah. tell when you give it five stars. I can be like incorrect. You're wrong. Don't like it. <laughs> That's how you make friends, Tabitha. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, That's why, why do people have more books? followers. Okay, so you. Your total was 18 divided by 7 is 2.5. Me, I was 13 divided by 7 equals (laughs) (laughs) 1.85. So, so two stars. Drum roll, please. You rated it, yeah, two star. Congrats. And uh, shocking to no one, I rated it a one star. Yeah, that's pretty on the money so yeah nice cover i guess but yeah, yeah. final thoughts fart noise <laughs> well said well said <laughs> spoken like a true intellectual yeah. no seriously thank you so much for listening to this we would love if you've read it or after you read it we would love to discuss with you we didn't want to get into the spoilers here even though we spoil sh- left and right on the actual podcast but this is an arc coming out so we didn't want to do that i know a lot of people haven't read it still yeah but yeah we'd love to hear your opinion on this book and uh if you don't already follow us on instagram please do so novels and nonsense podcast follow us on tiktok my offer still stands 10 canadian dollars for anybody who can help us out with that novels and nonsense (laughs) pod if you're watching on youtube please like subscribe leave us a comment if you're listening anywhere else spotify apple amazon wherever the you are please consider leaving us a a rating and a review we would love to hear from you uh and yeah thank you so much guys we really appreciate it we just hit over a thousand plays on all of our episodes we are so excited and we're so grateful for everybody who's actually taken the time out of their day to listen to us unhinged maniacs I cannot put into words how much we appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my black dead piece of heart. coal where <laughs> my heart is supposed to be. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you. We'll see you, you later. Bye. Bye.